0: You're listening to the Fueled by the Outdoors podcast. If you like what you hear, please be sure to subscribe, tell us what you think in the comment section, and leave us a review. I
1: just hammered a good one.
2: Dropping.
1: Asher. (laughs) Never seen that deer before. It's
2: a tough pill to swallow after having that deer at 18 yards. Welcome to Fueled by the Outdoors. I'm your host, Chris Leppert. And we are co-hosted tonight by Josh Luck. How's it going, Josh?
1: Pretty good, Chris. How you doing?
2: Oh, not too bad. And tonight we are fortunate to have my main man Bobby Bird Jr. on with us. How you doing, dude?
3: Hey, how you doing, Chris? Man, how you doing, Josh?
1: Glad to be on you guys' show.
2: Thank you for coming, man. Um, yeah, so- yeah, we appreciate you coming on. So. Tell us a little bit, um, you know, first, you know, I, I feel like I first saw you, you were doing, you were one of the few other people other than Stags, I feel like doing videos on one sticking and specifically Eastern Woods Outdoors, Ultimate One Stick and stuff like that. And I, I, that's where I first saw you. I was like, oh man, a, a fellow EWO guy, you know, one sticker. Okay. All right you know, and then I seen you, I was paying attention, seeing you around on Facebook and stuff. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And then I got to talk to you and I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta talk to this guy. <laughs> we gotta have him on. So um, tell us a little bit about who you are and your heritage and how you got into the one sticking and the whole nine, man.
3: Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I guess, uh, to kind of start it off, um, My name is Bobby uh, Robert. I am half Ojibwe and half Ho-Chunk. My dad is Ho-Chunk, which that tribe originates from the Wisconsin area. Uh, We do have traditional lands that uh, stretch down into Illinois. Like we have a Ho-Chunk uh, urban center or down there that um, there's, a, there's that many tribal members in the Chicagoland area. It's where we have our own branch office that uh, um, helps those guys that live down there. But the main part of the tribe is in Western Wisconsin. Um, and then my mother's side is Ojibwe. And that is here in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. And that's where I currently reside um, with my family. Uh, it's a nice little place right here in central Michigan, um, at Mount Pleasant, located right in the middle of the Minton. And, yeah, uh, uh, and contrary to uh, a lot of beliefs, you know, Michigan does have some fairly uh, solid bucks still running around here. I've uh, been fortunate <laughs> enough to track down a few. And, uh, yeah, but my mobile hunting kind of kicked off in really in 2018. I've been kind of thinking about this because this is about the uh, third podcast now. And as I went through the first one, uh, I was kind of jumbled, as Josh had said a little earlier, that I was kind of sure. Stuff a stone on me. I was like, oh, whoa, uh, let me calculate this. Um, when was it? But, <laughs> yeah, mobile hunt really started for me back in 2018. I was reading the Saddle Hunter uh, forums. Uh, another community member around here saddle hunted, and I had bumped into him and the pressure of like hunting Michigan public land and then this open, open tribal land. So the way that works here in Michigan is we have a reservation. And now that reservation encompasses almost all of Isabella County, Michigan. Now, we have tribal tags that are applicable anywhere within our reservation boundaries. That being said, there's private property all through that reservation boundaries. We have no rights to go on any of them properties unless, you know, we're given permission or something of that nature. Other okay. than that, Michigan state rules and whatnot apply. Uh, but that being said, being out here on these tribal properties, I, my family has uh, 10 acres. And uh, it's a really cool little 10 acres property, but that's kind of where I got my hunting going over here. And it kind of realized the limitations to only being able to go out on 10 acres, having these <laughs> big farms surrounding us to where, you know, it's a uh, boom, 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 opening morning and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, and I had came over here in 2011. So this is kind of all evolving throughout these years. And now we fast forward up to 2018. Um, I had started reading the Saddle Hunter forums and. I, I kind of had a rough idea but I had a sit drag uh, safety harness and um, I had read in one of the posts about how somebody had modified there so I was like oh wow okay so I took some one inch tubular uh, webbing which from actually from an old ratchet strap and made my own little bridge with a, a couple of super janky knots wasn't you know, <laughs> um, and then I had used a screw in step and um, just angled it and uh, and that was what I hooked my bridge over and it was kind of just on <laughs> limbs and whatnot. Uh, but because man, being out here on the uh, reservation we have other uh, rules that regulate the hunting like for instance tribal elders which are 50 years and older can hunt with any weapon from opening day um, all the way through um, to the close of season. Now and our season opens mm-hmm. September 6th whereas the state opens October 1st and our oh, season wow. closes February 1st as where Michigan uh, closes January 1st. So we have these uh, plus and minuses. So not only do we yes. get to be out there earlier, but I also have other community members that are out there with their rifles um, walking around from opening day. Um, they, and then I and then also, um, hunting, like what you were saying about content creation, um, I'm a pro staff member on Midwest Whitetail. And part of our... Mission um, as the show is to bring the viewer along with us on as close to real time hunting as possible. So that also has plus and minuses. Really cool for the community to see me, but also the community gets to see exactly, oh, okay, Bobby, you're right over there. Um, yeah. Yeah. So back in then, um, when I started experiencing all that pressure and whatnot, as I said, I had kind of made that – and I only hunted out from it a handful of times. But that put the idea in my head of the advantages to lugging in. Like I didn't have any of, like the, uh, any of the really light um, mobile setups. I was still hugging lunking in the – well, my first mobile set was the rapid rails. They're four kind of uh, U-shaped almost like th- – Three steps. Uh, they're yeah, four yeah, ladder yeah. little sections. They're called rapid rails, but they're mm-hmm, only, yep, they're. Only about two and a half, three pounds a piece.
0: So I would have them
3: strapped on onto my stand and was kind of doing the mobile thing that way. And then, as I said, I started reading in about the uh, uh, saddle hunting. And uh, then I met another community member who has been saddle hunting longer than myself. And he's taken some really nice deer from around here. And as uh, we kind of talked a few times, I you know, was like, man, you know, let me uh, try a little bit more of that. Now we go to 2019. And Tethered comes out with their man, uh, the Mantis. Um, Yep. yep. So I was like, oh, wow. Uh, Ordered the Mantis. Uh, Tethered has really great marketing, really cool company. uh, Oh, yeah. But they have wonderful, wonderful marketing. Um, So (laughs) that being said, (laughs) the Mantis came in. Uh, the for comfort wise the mantis was very similar to my uh sit drag and I was like, Yeah dog, I, I
0: thought
3: you know, a production saddle we'd at least feel uh so I went through the adjustable bridge and replaced that and whatnot. And then um then I happened to see latitude. Now we're coming to the end of uh twenty nineteen season. Seeing latitude start coming out. So I during the off season I picked up a latitude uh the method, um, a two panel. And for twenty twenty I had uh hunted out of my um method so i went 2019 fully in a saddle 2020 in the method um in a saddle then uh throughout that year i had started one sticking i seen the g2 outdoors one sticking video in august of uh, 2020 i believe it was and i tried to start doing that with a hawk helium uh stick and i didn't have very uh it was it was rough uh, trying to do trying to one stick with the full size Hawk helium. Uh, so, but I, once again, I had seen the uh, advantages to that, and then I sure. ended up killing a couple big deer. Uh, and it also was um, kind of that same year as when I had applied to become a pro staff on Midwest Whitetail. It was kind of okay. as Bill Winky was leaving the show. I had always been a fan of that, and I always watched along. and would see like the Michigan uh, team, and they'd have awesome footage coming up early season, and, you know, the beginning, and then it would kind of peter off, and I'd be like, man, you know, that I know the Bucks are here, like I see them. Uh, so yeah, yep. I don't know. I just kind of got back into self filming. Um, I had messed around with it way back in uh, my years first moving over here to Michigan, but it was just something that was kind of a hassle. And then, like the new camera arms started coming out and whatnot. And, um, my fiance ended up getting me a little Canon uh, HRF 800, the little kind of the, the uh, entry level camera. And uh, that, yeah. that's kind of honestly what got me going. And uh hunted out of that My with the filming with that and my method uh, in 2020. Killed a couple pretty nice deer, a mid 130s 13 pointer, and then a uh, nice. mid 130 mid 140s uh eight
2: pointer um, man
3: yeah i was able to self film both of them
2: that's a good book anywhere let alone up in the mitten steak yeah no
3: it was a yeah. really cool thing man so that's why uh it was uh i just seen the mogul hunting that was kind of a little bit of the history of kind of how my evolution came and yeah the 2020 when i made it on midwest whitetail i kind of started my own youtube channel I, I had seen uh greg and um dano had actually got a hold of me um uh, Well, I had got a hold of him and Hunter when their UP at first came out. Uh, We had kind of met when their Ultimate One Stick came out. I drove down to Goodrich. Um, They were like, hey, we don't have any anodized steps in yet. And I was like, look, sir, man, I really could give a bleep less about how my stick looks. I was like, I'm trying to get right. my stick and go kill something on it. And they were like, well, uh, where are you at? I was like, I can be down there this afternoon, sir. Like that time. <laughs> so I called in called in to work that afternoon, talked to my supervisor, which is uh, actually was my uh, cameraman for uh, our audition for Midwest Light Tail. So he was nice. really cool when it came to like hunting stuff. <laughs> so he was like, yeah, get out of here. And um, yeah, went down there and got that. Then when they came out with the UP, Dano had three prototypes, and he sent one to Greg, one to myself, and he kept one. Uh, and that's kind of how I did the unboxing video. And, uh, man, it was really awesome. I had just recently started my YouTube channel uh, January of uh, – it's only been up for a year and a half now. Yeah, uh, yep. you're doing so, well. Yeah. Uh, no, it was, it's, it's been uh, humbling, been really cool. But, yeah, I had seen Greg and those guys' videos. Like, man, I'm pretty positive I can do that. And my education at Central is kind of – I have a BSBA, a business, uh, Bachelor of Science in Business Administration with an emphasis in business information systems. Um, okay. okay so like i have uh social social media analytics um, oh. things of that nature uh and so that kind of yeah i and i also founded one of the first digital distribution outlets for native american music so prior to like my company distributing native american music to itunes and sprint Rising and everything like that you still had to find that like native drum and get a cd from a um, yeah, and I was just like, "Jesus, nobody's walking around with the uh, anti skip, anti skip disc player on your hip anymore." Right. Like, I mean, <laughs> holy smokes, you know? This is uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, so- yeah no just, just to bring it back in that's kind of how uh i progressed from 2018 I, it was just a handful of times 2019 i was in the manners 2020 was awful and the method 2021 was a custom saddle by Stephen doyle that's when i started one sticking to realized that a single panel was a little bit more uh convenient for myself felt better on my body when i once sticked and uh, yeah that's kind of how it started all evolving and um i don't really consider myself a review channel though i guess uh uh, I sure like to review cool, uh, new items that come out, but I, I guess I re- want to restrict them to items that I believe you're going to be able to kill off of. Um,
2: sure. You
3: know, yeah. That's, sure. I, yeah. I, yeah. I guess. Yeah.
2: So with hunting on, um, your tribal lands, you know, I, I have to admit, I, I saw you post something and you said something about how you were Turkey hunting or something, uh, on some tribal lands. And I'm like, oh Lucky. And then immediately, normally when I say something like that, I'll be like, well, what could this person be facing that's tough? And I thought, well, it's not like everybody else's culture, because I would assume that there has to be a lot of hunters that are pursuing game. Would that be the truth?
3: Um, white, more whitetail versus turkey. Uh, oh, really? That- definitely way more whitetail hunters than turkey hunters. Um, so when it comes okay. to turkey season, there's only a handful of our tribal members that really hunt them up here. And then I uh, secured permission on a, a farm as well where the farmer really doesn't like turkeys. And uh, that's actually where I took Dano uh, on opening day for Michigan turkey season. Okay. It's just under a thousand acres. And Jeez. Uh, oh. I don't, like, I don't, uh, I, I, truly enjoy chasing these guys around this open tribal land or the Gladwin uh, Forest Management Unit. There's a couple thousand acres that's right here on the east side of Isabella County, and I've killed a few bucks out there as well. We actually have a 40-acre tribal allotment um, that was in the middle of that uh, DNR state land, and I used to work for the tribe. up until last year as one of their natural resource specialists and my supervisor and myself were in charge of the land management for our 5,000-plus acres. Um, wow, nice. Isabella County, Aranet County, and um, Iasco County, I believe, in Michigan. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, no, we did a lot of different things, everything from timber stand inventories to uh, property clearings, tree plantings, invasive species fightings. I'm a certified open-water scuba diver a uh, federally pesticide uh, federal certified pesticides applicator um, operated a uh, m- uh, marsh master which is an amphibious vehicle that go from a uh, lake into marshes and spray down uh fragmites uh, dive to pull eurasian milfoil from lake bottoms um, yeah all kinds of stuff tree planting.
2: old dude <laughs> Save some for the rest of us, bro.
3: We would meet with tribal council, and part of our job was to go trap if beavers were, you know, um, being a nuisance to our tribal properties. It was our job to go out there and go trap. Um, yeah, man. Uh, That's really that was, cool. No, it was a really, uh, really awesome job. Yeah, that. And so I had access to a lot of uh, equipment and then. Uh, Um, Sure. when I would do my bobcat training or something of that nature (laughs) or my forestry package training, I would go out to these tribal properties and be like, oh, you know, this would make a really cool food plot. Put that forestry head on there and
0: (laughs) and head back
3: (laughs) to the office and be like, oh, yeah, man, I'm all trained up. I'm good to go. Yeah. 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 So, no, I was just in a unique scenario uh, when it came to uh, my job. And that put me out in the field almost every day of the year. And I was able to see a lot of sign that um, that really gave me uh, an inside track. Yeah. Uh, there's a few things that I uh, had been looking uh, for when I hunt. There are definitely, um, I guess it's not random. I do look for like rub lines that intersect, things like that. Nature. Um, that's something we can get into a little bit deeper. Um,
2: but yeah, intersecting rub lines. I actually do want to get into
3: that.
1: Yeah, that's a little bit that, – That's yeah, so, an interesting topic.
3: Well, okay, so it's not only an intersecting rub line, but it's also like where I look for terrain feature dumps. And so terrain feature dumps can be elevation, can be different. Uh, you know, when it comes to deer, they're naturally edge-line edge, edge, edge line animals. They like yep. to travel along the edge lines. Um, so when I talk about terrain dumps, you know, I'm not only speaking of ridges that are maybe – dumping out into a saddle or uh, a flat or something like that. I'm also referring to, you know, an edge of an automotive field, you know, and understanding that one, times are tough That them deer, like them little automolives, to nibble on them as they're walking through, that butts up to this hard ridge oak, this oak flat, you know. Now where I see these rub lines that come and intersect, not only just a a straight rub line, but it's got to be an intersect intersecting like that's where they're like it makes a plus mark and then if you sprinkle in a scrape anywhere around there i'll have a camera posted um, that's something that plays a big role in my hunting is being uh, aware and try to get the most um, intel that i'm able to and so i try to strategically place all my trail cameras and pinch points um <laughs> funnel different loca- funnel locations things of that nature um, now we're getting to the mock scrape time that's uh I just got mm-hmm. my uh just came from uh Latitude, had a meet and greet or try before you buy up at the RJ Sporting Goods. So I was uh heading up to go get some uh Code Blue pre orbital gland for some mock scrape time and uh, yeah I got a chance to sit down with uh Latitude. Oh man, they have something coming out. It blew my mind apart. They were like, Hey, we got something in the truck, uh would you like to check it out? I was like, Oh man, oh, heck yeah. And I can't you're even killing uh, me oh man it, it's, <laughs> i'm sure they should have something by the time the expo comes because i know they'll have their sticks already so this is something besides the sticks you know that's uh but that's, awesome. that's for them guys and it is yeah. really really cool that i i thought um yeah i didn't think that there would be that much more room for another one of these and i was just like wow um you man, you mean, got me thinking now. Damn oh me. man, I, I'm I telling know. you, my mind was blown. I was like, "Holy smokes!" And I'm thinking to myself, "That's why these guys are engineers. That's why they're engineers." Yeah,
2: yeah, I mean, they're those, they're super intelligent guys.
1: They're super yeah, nice uh, to talk to, but oh, man, you can sit down cool. and BS with those guys. Yeah, yep, we no. we um we'll chit chat with Alex every so often. I mean, the first time I met him was at this past ATA. We went there and we we sat in the booth and and talked with them for a little bit.
3: Yeah, no, they're good guys, man.
1: But, yeah, so, like, when it
3: comes to rub lines, that's something that i look for. Um, uh, I really try to look for a bunch of those um, elements that align up in conjunction. Just like when I'm heading down to Ohio. So I'm going to head down to Ohio to this northwest or north, yeah, northwest uh, county. The lake. lake, I'll I'll be posting about it because I'll tell everybody. This is the public land I'm going to be at opening morning. You guys wanna okay. meet me down there and all of us <laughs> deploy out with our saddles and one sticks, let's go. But this is, is it where I'm Cuyahoga? No, like Lake Austin. Uh, hold on, you guys might blank out for a second, but okay. Um, um I would give me two seconds here just to Yep. But uh, I'll be heading down there and when I went down there to go scout, I had found um just a few different things, so I can't exactly find it right off the top of my head um but when I was out there scouting that public, I had looked at it from the aerial because i'll I'll use like Onyx, another good app for aerial photography it's ArcGIS. is arc g i s that's another thing in school. I'm back in school now taking a cartography uh certification i recently oh my, God, just dude. my
0: yeah,
3: I recently just took my part one oh seven drone um license about. A month ago uh, nice. to get certified cool. in that, and then now I'm in a cartography uh, program at Central Michigan University. Um, Just a jack of all trades. Oh man, but I mean, these things all relate back when it comes to the outdoors, and like, that's uh, true. Being able to, like, man, honestly, with my, I have a, a one-year-old and a, a soon-to-be three-year-old, and throughout last hunting season, you know, our baby girl was, you know, six months, uh, four months old, and so it kind of put a damper on the amount of time being able to be spent out in the woods. Um, but, man, last season was probably my most successful season, uh, just being able to be calculated and going in when I had mm-hmm. the information from a trail cam or cell cam. Um, i run a Cuddy Links or uh Stealth cams, muddy. I mean, Jesus, I, I haven't gotten a tactic cams or Spartan Forge yet. Those are, and um, that's Spartan Forge. Um, is it Exodus? There's a new, another uh, Exodus.
1: Yeah. yeah Exodus,
3: Exodus, Exodus yeah. and Tech uh, Cam. I haven't run every, either of those uh, for stealth cams yet. But, uh, uh,
2: yeah. Man, those Exodus guys are pretty cool. They're, It's funny. I'm sure you can relate to this, but dealing with different companies you figure out who are like good people good businessmen women um and then basically who isn't it's it's very it can be trying (laughs) (laughs) when you run into the wrong ones that's for sure
1: it it can definitely be eye-opening at times oh yeah yeah get to see some of the behind the scenes and the quote-unquote industry right it's kind of surprises you much you're like, oh, that's how this works. Or, or how oh, are you okay, in these- business? <laughs> 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 I, I want to be involved with these people, not those people.
0: If you're looking for an affordable technical gear style clothing that performs well, that cuts weight from your clothing, but not from your wallet, check out Huntworth. Whether you're hunting early season in Nebraska, mid-season in Ohio, or late season in Iowa, Huntworth has a system to keep you comfortable and focused on your hunt. With early season fast approaching, we highly recommend checking out the Durham Lightweight Hunting Pants and the Midweight Shelton Hoodie. These items paired with an appropriate base layer will perform at a high level in multiple early season conditions in fishing and hunting.
2: Definitely agree. So, with with the content creation, man. So you have a degree in this stuff. I'm like, how the hell am I on YouTube?
3: All these, <laughs> all these people who go to college for this. I don't belong here. Um, well, don't get me wrong. That the algorithm is. Uh, I I I have not figured that humbling. out. Um, yes, yes, it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, my, oh, go
2: ahead. Oh, sorry. It's just, I was just going to say it again. Basically, like I grew a Facebook group very easily and um, Facebook implemented some rules that stopped me from having like a 1.2 billion member group basically. But um, I was like, oh, this is easy. We'll just grow this thing until it's like the largest entity of all time. And then it kind of, you know, stopped growing like it was. But so I was like, well, I'll just I'll get on YouTube and I'll just do it. And then I think I think like a year in or almost, I think we were like 10 months in and we had like three or four hundred subscribers. And I'm like, dude, this is terrible. I am horrible at this. <laughs> Why can't I get people to like me and subscribe? Please God subscribe to my channel. And we're not by any means, you know, big or anything now. But it was just funny because we kind of, we figured some things out. And then we just, we started rolling. And I, I, what do you think, Josh? Maybe I'm going to say six weeks. We added right around a thousand people. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like crazy growth.
1: Yeah. And yeah, that was, really awesome. was pretty slow. And then we started rolling out more content and then doing some things. And then it quickly picked up. Um, and we've kind of slacked off recently oh, yeah. and it's kind of slowed, but I think it'll pick back up when we pick. Yeah. I guess
3: up. I kind of been saving my hunts.
1: Uh, cause I was like, well, yeah. again,
3: I have my hunts from last season that I'll release, um, right before season coming up. Uh, and then after this Turkey season, uh, now I have content for the yeah. following turkey. Uh, yeah, nope, it's it's uh,
2: nice to have stuff in the bank. I uh I gotta say, it can be pretty depressing. It's funny because you find out how cool you think you are versus what the world <laughs> basically thinks. You know, the majority. And you know, we're we'll shoot a video, a fishing video, or a gear review, or whatever. We're like, oh man. This is awesome. We're going to get bleh, 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 bleh views. And
3: we're like dead
2: in the water. Oh, no, was, oh man. Uh,
3: trust me. I can relate. I'm over here thinking like, <laughs> oh, man, I, I once stepped up down to this, this deer. I self-filmed it all. I'm, I'm going to have a uh, lot. No, no. Yeah, it was <laughs> a few hundred views. I was like, oh. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I'll keep plugging, plugging away. <laughs> it's
2: tough, too, when you come off of Facebook because – I feel like I could pee in my yard and get ten thousand views. well, you'd probably get a lot more, but you know you could do anything and get ten thousand views. no big deal. and you go to YouTube and here we are again, you're like, man i'm I'm happy if I get a thousand views, and you know there was there were a few times where I felt like. Okay, we need to have a thousand views in twenty four hours, or I'm not going to be happy, and and then we accomplish that. I'm like, oh yeah, we'll do that every time, and yeah, no, <laughs> that's not how it works. So yeah, it's it's definitely um, it's definitely trying. Would would you say the algorithm piece has been your biggest uh, obstacle or nemesis?
3: Um. Uh- well, uh, I, I, yes, that is definitely a huge hurdle um, and challenge to figure out. Um, I think that comes along with it is something that I found, like, on TikTok. So, like, for followers or views-wise, I would rank TikTok as the easiest. And then I would probably go Facebook, then Instagram, then uh, YouTube. Like, I have to work the hardest for sure. my YouTube views. Um, like, I have mm-hmm. one video on TikTok, almost 3 million views. I'll just. This- is this guy uh, like step dancing? I changed the sound behind it and um, put uh, <laughs> at Deer Camp. If the bros ask you if you can dance, and then two natty ices later, and it's this dude. Is step dancing. is that
2: the guy dancing to? You, uh, yes. yeah. Is no. it?
3: But that I changed the song. The J Clog Zeb. Uh, his name is Zeb something, but he's from the J Creek Cloggers. Um, okay. they're out of like uh north carolina i believe um oh i like, was
2: thinking of a different video and now i know exactly who you're talking about you're talking about the, the a long-haired jeans. white guy yeah yep. guy, like, like, yeah like just
3: they call pablo escobar in the
2: comments. <laughs> 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 yep. pablo yeah 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 so
3: i would say you know tiktok it comes in as the easiest for views like i have another uh uh video that um it's like a whole group of turkeys, and as it's not even my video, I just uh screen recorded it and shared it again on TikTok, and that thing has like a quarter million views. But it's just a field full of turkeys, and somebody driving up, they go, and all them turkeys just yeah. back to them. But so, so I definitely feel you. It is the weirdest videos, that, and I have all these saddle hunting videos on there. Like oh, I was like, ah oh, man, this is gonna be so unique. I have. All these angles and this high definition and it no, doesn't uh, yeah I mean man, my cameras are like uh you know when when and I upgraded when I became part of Midwest Whitetail that was the thing it was like, okay, well, you know uh, we're not telling you that we would encourage you to upgrade your camera uh, so I was like, well, what do you guys use and they sent me back Canon XF 400s, basically. So that I Googled them. They were like 2,600. I was like, oh uh, geez, um, that's uh, different. But uh, yeah, one of my buddies, he works at a program out of Detroit, Michigan. And uh, he was like, hey, man, I got some extra funding in this program that we help out entrepreneurs. And um, I could word it a certain way. And he was like, so anyways, long story short, man, I just need your information to enter in here, and I'm going to send you a $1,500 check, and then just so happens for my uh, music company that I had started, I have um, royalties that come in, and I kind of just let them build up, and happened to look into that account, too, and had, yeah, I had enough to go ahead and uh, nice. upgrade my camera to the Canon there XF and Yep, yeah, ended up getting like a GoPro, uh, maybe eight at that time. For my second angle. Okay. Because yeah. I was self-filling off my phone for a while too. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that just got me was the optical zoom. You know, like there's yep. a, you know, that's the biggest uh, uh, difficulty to overcome. Did you you're... have
2: a Samsung or did you have an uh, iPhone? An iPhone. Yep, iPhone. I an
3: iPhone.
2: Which, uh, which one did you have?
3: Um, it depends. With 2018, I think that was maybe the seven. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I was gonna say that's been a hot minute ago. So seven or eight, yeah, and I would in 2019,
3: say. 2019, I was using. <clears throat> might have even been the same phone for twenty nineteen. Okay. in Twenty twenty was when I switched over to the uh, the Canon Vixia, um, the yeah. kind of the entry level eight, yeah. the eight hundred. Uh, yep. And then uh, yeah, then from there I kind of catapulted to the top of the budget level. Uh, uh, but no, it's an awesome camera. It, it's been really cool. It surprised me. I filmed deer and not taking a shot because I swore I could not see them at all in my finder. And I get home and pop it on the big screen and they're, yep.
2: oh, yeah. they're right there. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, it's right there. <laughs> I did that uh, opening day when we were uh, when I went to film um, Matt and Aaron and them. And I, I left my gun to go on opening day and turkeys are my life. Like that's my favorite thing. And I was like, well, somebody has got to hold a camera. I know I'll hold the camera. So I'm going to hold the camera and we'll get a good shot. And of course he's like in these saplings going back and forth and he's not really cooperating. And I'm struggling to find this thing in the viewfinder. I get home and put it on the computer and I'm thinking to myself, Well, the damn thing's perfectly centered. He's right there strutting and gobbling. What was the problem, you idiot? You couldn't see him. But you get caught up in the heat of the moment. And I I totally see a a buddy of mine, Josh Fox, um, that was on our team for a while. He had, I'm going to say it was like a seven-inch wide by, you know, four or five-inch tall uh, LCD screen that would hook into his camera and – we, we went hunting together one day and I said, Josh, what are we doing here? You know, this uh, I understand you film for a TV show, but bro, like this is <laughs> this is a lot. And then he explained it to me. And of course, you know, I'm saying this as an inexperienced filmer. And uh, now I, I totally get it. And that's one of the things that really uh, makes me love filming with a phone, but I, I mean back in the day, you know, 20, 17, 18, 19 those phones really you could get good stuff on them, but as soon as it started to as soon as oh, the yeah. sun went down, you were Yeah, the sensor different. the
3: sensor sizes and them were uh yeah. No, they've made us uh uh nice leaps and bounds, especially with them Samsung. Oh.
2: Oh, oh, man, oh their my god,
3: their telephonic lenses and whatnot. They guys are yep. uh Yep. and I would go with Samsung anyway Samsung's make the ones that make the processors and the screens for iPhone um,
1: yeah they uh, make all
3: the parts although I do have an iPhone that I'm speaking to you guys on right now if I was gonna use it for <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you have now uh iPhone 11. 11 yeah, uh, okay yeah or the XR I think it is the, uh yeah okay. nothing, nothing okay. special like a um, man to be honest I, I live in a trailer park um, so it's, oh, okay you know all my funding went on the main camera basically yeah so <laughs> my, my phone is pretty beat up and that's more like what I uh, just use it for an extra angle or something sure.
2: like that. <laughs> yeah me. the um, the 11 was the first phone that made me feel as if we could do that, you know? And we ended up getting the aftermarket lenses and cases and all that Mm -hmm. from Beast Script.
3: I thought about that, yeah. So,
2: Beast Script. And uh, it worked, but it's still, there was a limit there. And then again, that low light just struggled. And then I want to say... Josh, did you get the 13 or the 12?
1: No, I I went from the 11 Pro to the 13 Pro. Okay. And um, you you can get a little bit better zoom quality with the 13 without. Oh, what's the? I think they're about two for? and a half, aren't they? About two and a half or three. Three. Uh, yeah, you optical. can on on the 13. I think you can technically. On on the specs, it says you can go up to six.
3: Well, that before... uh, that's a, I think that refers to like a dual, um, so you can back it up as well, um, where it's like an actual three times optical zoom coming out, and then the rest would be. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, so I. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a difference between optical and digital zoom, but. Yeah, your I want to say I actually say this,
3: bring your screen into digital is just gonna bring take your screen and enlarge it, kind of pixelate it yeah. in some instances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something I, that we would I, do post production.
1: <laughs> exactly, but I think uh, if you read the specs, that I uh, they say on the 13, you can go to the six before you get digital zoom before it pixelates three. it. I never take it past three, which was still better than than the 11. Um but the low light quality definitely improved with 13 because they got the larger lenses in them. I can, I can go all the way until the end of legal light with, with my phone, which was very surprising. Um, I, Man, almost... I would love
3: to be able to trim down. Um, I'm a really minimalist when it comes to, oh, out there. I, I hate a big pack. <laughs> I don't even have a pack. Um, yeah, no, I would love to be
1: able to switch down to that. That's, that's one of the reasons why I love dealing with the phone. It's just so small and compact. And you can ask Chris, I, I hunt with like a 1,000 cubic inch pack I have for years. And I I like my small packs and just, you know, less. I like having less with me to keep it simple. So the phone works great for me. No, for sure.
2: Yeah, they're nice, man. So are you uh, Are you heading down to the expo this summer?
3: Um, I am. At 80%, I was like, at 90%, I'm definitely entering your guys' film contest. Um, awesome. I'm going to enter in a short and a long. i will probably do the short about self-filming. And then a long, I'm going to do more about, um, I don't know, not, not like the history of filming, but i, I include me and my kids and uh, kind of like, I, I guess, more like a legacy. Because uh, I awesome. really love my children and whatnot and want them to... Um, learn as much as they can uh, like sure. what you were saying about like with our culture and whatnot being outside mm-hmm. has more been a way of life for us
2: um yeah you
3: know throughout that even though granted i did grow up in chicago illinois um uh, my father had always made it a point for us to travel back to our ceremonies we still speak our language still practice our uh traditional doings that we have done for you know millennia on end. um So yeah, so no, this is something I'll try to pass on down to the little ones. So I'm going to try to tie that in and see if I can, uh, it's, if I can get it, if not, but I'll have a short end. Um, but I'm at 80% right now. The only thing that's going to hold me up is my 10 year old son heads back to my father's in Wisconsin, uh, for a week during the summer. And this summer, um, the mobile hunters expo is the same weekend as our, uh, community powwow. So I like our native American yearly celebration, um, so my father was going to be bringing my son home that weekend. It's still okay. all in the works. Um, but no, I was still trying to maybe fly down for one day at the very least. Uh, it's, it's just a really cool thing, man, what you guys are, the expo, what you guys are I doing. Sure, yeah. That is like so up my alley. Um, uh, and, and I mean, not only myself, like my fiance will be hunting this year. My 10-year-old will be out. Um, both of them will be in a saddle. Uh, you know, so it's, it's just something that's going to grow into like our family.
2: Yeah. I got to say, you know, talking to you about culture and heritage and everything, I feel as if too many have forgotten, you know, and not, I'm not referring uh, to Native Americans. I'm I'm talking about like everybody in the world, even. I feel like people um, fall away from that a little bit and they don't take in my opinion, take as much pride as they should in it. That's just one of my feelings, personally. Um, Here in Cincinnati, we are a very, very, very German town. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, At one point, if not now, at one point, we were the pork... I don't know if we were the pork capital of the world, but definitely the pork capital of the United States. Um, Yeah. You know, pork being super super german uh we we love our pigs but um we have uh how would i describe this so you know how there's different foods like italian foods that are more americanized and not actually italian same thing oh, yeah. uh, i want to say getta is an american german food and not really found in germany i could be wrong about that but i'm pretty sure about it um but no it's it's pretty neat um to go to different uh they have ceremonies here as well for germans one it's like i'm still trying to figure out why it's anything other than a reason to drink beer and shoot guns but it's called (laughs) it's, it's called schutzenfest and they they like, shoot this uh. eagle. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wooden eagle, and they shoot at it. And I'm still trying to figure that all out, but um, we get together and drink beer. So. Yeah.
1: We, we, cool. have, we have one of the largest German based festivals or food festivals right in the U.S. Really? Are you guys both I, from Cincinnati? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. I was down oh, there. Yeah. Um, Maybe eight years ago, my oldest son was uh, uh, really into ventriloquism, and the National Ventriloquist Convention was down there. So we was down really? there and went and saw uh, Terry Fager at a show somewhere in downtown Cincinnati. The um, convention was right over in the Kentucky um, side. So I forget exactly where it was at, but no, it was a cool time. I met uh, Jeff Dunham, uh, Terry Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Jeff Dunham. That guy, he he did some funny stuff. <laughs> what was that doll? The
1: I kill you. Oh, uh, uh Ahmed, Ahmed, Ach- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, oh, that's kissed, <laughs>
3: or Walter <laughs> from uh Walmart, the Walmart greeter. I didn't yeah, get to yeah. see that
2: guy get <laughs> out. Let me see your receipt. <laughs> awesome.
0: Just wanted to take a second to tell you about all our other content. If you're on Facebook, head on over to the Fueled by the Outdoors Facebook page. We currently have over 18,000 members of people who love the outdoors, from the mobile hunter all the way to the hiking enthusiast. Come interact and talk all things outdoors with a robust community of people. Fan of product reviews, fishing, hunting videos? Go check out the Fueled by the Outdoors YouTube channel. If there's any topic or content you would like for us to cover, just send us a message. And if you like what you're seeing and hearing, then hit that join or subscribe button. We hope all our content fuels your passion for the outdoors.
2: Dude, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, I want to have you back on to talk more uh, culture stuff at some point. Um, Maybe even during the thick of things, during uh, deer season and everything or something, we we can hook up. And if you, by all means... Man, if you're down this way, um, you know during hunting season or, you know, whatever, for the love of God, send me a message.
3: If I if I don't tag out opening, uh, opening weekend in Northwest Ohio, maybe I'll make it down that way. I know that uh, Dano and Hunter had it down that way. Up. Yep, because uh, they always yep. extend the offer. Because that's a yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I truly appreciate the offer, and yeah. truly uh, appreciate you guys having me on, man.
2: Yeah, anytime, man. So um, we're going to hit you with our concluder now. Uh, I will allow you to do that with preparation in mind. You're the first person to have this, actually. Normally we just, hey, what are you thinking right now? So um, any concluders for us?
3: Man, I would just tell people to stay persistent stay persistent dedicated you know it's uh it's amazing what you can do with being dedicated and when i say that i mean that with anything with hunting with your um with your off-season jogs and stuff like that yeah. so stay stay dedicated to your cardio and i say that to anybody uh, practice you know that is another thing that's huge and this is muscle memory you know when i have i have a saddle hunting event coming up july 9th that i'm hosting here in mount pleasant um, EWO will be here uh I don't know, they're really sending up something latitude. Um, but what I'm going to do is, I'm going to set up a, a platform on a tree and I'm going to put these guys on the clock and I'm going to set up my 3D buck target at 30 yards and tell them they got 15 seconds to spin and get a weak side shot, however you prefer to do it out of a Ooh. saddle. And the winner, um, if they hit the heart, their name will go in a drawing and whoever gets it will win a, a latitude classic saddle. Yeah, nice. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to give away a hush a uh, hush stand, uh, a one stick. Um, yeah, no, it should be pretty cool. So that's I what like I would it. say is just uh, practice, practice, practice. You know, those are the kind of scenarios that may you, you may encounter. And that's why I'm going to give them a little 15-second window. Um, hey, that buck is coming. This is your open window. Uh, make it happen. You know, I so
2: like it. That that's is, what I
1: leave you guys with, man.
2: That is awesome. Josh, how about yourself?
1: Well, Before we move on to me. Uh, yeah, Bobby, you're going to do what Bobby I am going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby go ahead and plug uh, your platforms where can everyone follow along oh, and yeah yep, yeah yeah
3: uh, I'm sorry yeah uh, all my social media is Hunt. my website is iSaddleHunt.com TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram all iSaddleHunt yeah so uh, yeah
1: that's easy enough easy enough yeah I was watching some of your uh, hunts the other night some of the bucks you mentioned earlier I was watching them they're, they're pretty good I would encourage thank people you, to check it out you're Thank you. Uh, yeah. so my concluder is so as Bobby alluded to earlier, he's killed some pretty nice deer in Michigan, which if you talk to lots of other people, there are no nice deer in Michigan. <laughs> so my concluder is you know, killing nice deer can be done anywhere if you are persistent, put in the time, practice, like Bobby said, right? Practice your craft. Um, and just hone your skills and and you can you can find success in pretty much any state Um, like bobby said just practice practice hone those skills and and you can get it done
2: heck yeah man and i'll agree with that i made a post on a group the other day asking for um like the best hunters in the south and there's a dude from florida that is just slaying. There's multiple. They're slaying great deer. Deer that. Yeah,
3: I remember that. I remember reading your post. Yeah.
2: Oh, just amazing deer with bows and guns. And I, I mean, I don't care what I kill the deer with, but I mean, this dude was killing it. I'm sitting here thinking all these people complaining about Florida. Meanwhile, yeah. homeboys out here just marching along. Just slaying <laughs> these gorgeous bucks. So, so, hey, quick question
3: for you guys. Okay, am I am I gonna see either of you two down in Florida uh, at the top ten King of Tines uh, for the Bow Hunting League? <laughs> Since you so, brought up killing bucks down in Florida, that is a cool thing that those guys do over at the Bow Hunting League. That King of so, Tines. Okay, that's cool. in Florida. Yes. So at the end of the year, the King of Tines um, has their top 10. Those top 10 people uh, all get an invite to go to hunt Florida public land for a weekend. These guys from all over the country drive down however they're going to hunt. I think D.A. Porter may have been in the saddle for one hunt, but there has yet to be like a, a saddle guy that's made the top 10. I was ranked 65th, and then I had um, hung my bow up and ended up killing my last deer uh, with my muscle loader. Had I taken that one mid-130s with my bow, I would have broken into the top 10 and made that So uh, So they invite all the top 10, and then the biggest buck, uh, the guy with the biggest overall buck, and then one other. Anyways, 12 guys get the invite. Yep and if uh, and is this and just... is
2: this just the biggest single buck that you kill No, nope, or... your total.
3: Your to- total. So, oh, like so I'll be if I got... so I'll be down Ooh. in Ohio. i will be heading to uh, Wisconsin. Um uh, and then I have multiple tags here in Michigan. I have my two <laughs> state tags. I have my two tribal tags. And it's like frisky. I am a, a proxy uh hunter for tribal elders so tribal elders that want meat and stuff like that they just assign their tag to me and they all tell me we can't he- eat the horns bobby so if you want to hunt a buck go ahead yeah so <laughs> that's uh yeah
2: how how are you not winning this every year well i time? i only ta- i don't
3: do it like that man i i only filled one of my michigan tags and my two tribal tags and then i uh try to take does, um, Okay. I really, uh, it's, it, there is not that many deer just to be running around slaying like that. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, there's only one or two good ones every year around here. And I try to target them and do my best to only go after them.
2: Yeah. Hell, you shouldn't have told me this. I'm going to hit 20 states and kill hundred inch <laughs> deer in every single state. You can.
3: You totally I have 30,000
2: inches in deer. There. You totally can, man.
3: I'm telling you. Yeah. So it's a cool thing to look for. It's called the showdown. It's the end of the year showdown. I didn't yeah, know those, about that. I I yeah, heard of King of Times, all, but I'm really yeah, excited go, about that. they all that. go down there and meet man for a weekend, and like, it is so cool to watch all the guys posting. I I so wanted to be loading up and be like, I'm <laughs> heading from Michigan, yeah, because they got their whole backpack with their stands and sticks, and I just wanted to have my one little bag and be like, I'm yeah. on my way. Oh, yeah, man. let's go.
2: Well, I've, I've got a challenge uh, to myself to um, come up with just one of the craziest minimalistic setups you can get that, that isn't like steps. Cause I'm, I'm not personally, uh, I mean, I get, you know, people do anything and use anything. Right. But I'm not a big like step guy. I'm not, I don't want like a ring of steps or anything like that. I like a stick, a platform, whatever. Um, and teach their own by all means. But I, I've, I've got a setup currently that I think is going to be very, very difficult to beat. It's ridiculous. Um, I I think I'm I think I am probably with pack self-filming equipment and uh, all ascending and descending I would say I'm probably less than nine pounds oh yeah uh,
3: yeah that's impossible but
2: but I I don't I don't know yet so I'm actually going to get it together when we get off here and
1: yeah, get i I was thinking it'd be less. Man, send yeah. oh, a pig. It could be be. Sure, to send a pig. Uh, I'd like I to will. It'll yeah, be no, because
2: I'm at about,
3: I'm right at about uh, eight pounds with uh, with my ropes, my backup tether, my one stick, yeah. um, and then my my camera here is like another eight nine pounds. So that's mm. yeah, that's really like if I if I wasn't filming, I'd be right around eight to yep. uh, But I guess that's considering my bow was uh four pounds. I'm shooting. Uh, recurve this year now. Um, oh, wow. Uh, right. I, I sold my compound. I gave it up. Yep. And, uh, uh, my Hoyt uh, Satori uh, shipping email just came today with its tracking record. So hopefully this year I'm one sticking in a saddle, self filming, and shooting a giant in Michigan, Ohio, and Wisconsin out of uh, with my traditional bow.
2: That would yeah. be slick,
3: dude. That's my goals for this year.
2: Well, I guess my concluder would be to don't be afraid to be the ripple because once you post about passing a good deer and letting that deer grow, then other people see it. And and I've noticed um, you know, with myself, Josh, other all these other people that I know, it just creates this ripple effect where people want to do it too. And and there's nothing wrong with killing a small buck. That's, that's not what we're saying at all, but the people that think you can't kill a good buck, at least a good buck, you know, they're not killing one eighties in Florida generally, but a really gorgeous Pope and young deer. Let me, ha- you know, let me, let me get that, especially as a six or seven or eight pointer. So, um, don't be afraid to, you know, be a leader and, and set an example and, uh, you know, good things will come of it, but, um, man, I can't say enough how appreciative I am for your time. I know that as a fellow content creator, you don't have it just running around everywhere and you've got kids like I do. And like Josh doesn't. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, I, I know that I'll join that group soon. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I know that time is precious. So I appreciate your time and, uh, looking forward to watching your films and hope to Hope yep. to meet you in person.
3: That's man, I'm trying fall. to make if it not, happen, man. I, I Trust me that I want to be there, you know, but more than, uh, you know, you guys, are. I know you guys have a lot of plate on your plate for that. Yep. A you know, little bit. And if I can, <laughs> if I can make it, I would definitely, definitely be there. Yep. Love and I'm going to come meet Saturday you. too, because I'd like to be there for the uh, the film. Oh, that'd uh, be awesome. Yeah.
2: Because yeah. if my long
3: one goes right, man, I expect a, a couple of grown men, uh, the waterworks to at least uh, be like, oh man, my allergies is acting up if it goes right
2: (laughs) that'd be awesome um if if anybody um hasn't heard i don't know how you possibly couldn't have but uh we are hosting the mobile hunters expo july 29th through 31st Um, p.m me josh or rick for more details uh you can try anything from sticks steps saddles ring of steps stands you name it um it's going to be a great event we're having a film festival fully catered dinner friday for ticket holders for the deers and beers event we'll have food trucks there you can shoot from a saddle learn how to hang a stand set a stand set a stick the whole nine so um come on out uh thanks again for joining us bobby and we'll see you guys later
3: cool man appreciate you guys having me out
2: all right bye